Oh my gosh, where is my Audible? <laughs> okay, so I'm a huge, huge, huge reader. I have tons of books. I love books. I Wow, I'm a bookworm too. So this is very hard for me. It's like asking me what's my favorite movie. I'm just going to tell you a fact. I read approximately or listen because now I'm on Audible about three books a week. Welcome to the Sarah Shabana Show. We are all born unique in every way, yet we often forget there is more than one way. Hesitant, we are believing in what's possible and never ask how we can make it more probable. So this is a place to learn and explore from the stories of those who have designed the life they adore. There is nothing set in stone if we stay curious and don't lock the door. My name is Sarah and I'm the host of the Sarah Shabana Show. I'm here to provoke you to design your own life dig deeper into your curiosities, and get inspired from those who created a life they love. This podcast is all about realizing the possibilities and learn real tactics and strategies on how you can design a life that brings you joy. Hello, you beautiful people. Today's episode is highly, highly demanded. If you only know how many times I've been asked where can I find a summary of the book recommendations from the guest interviews on this podcast. So, considering that the World Book Day is coming this week, I thought it would be a good reason to finally create this compilation. And besides summarizing it in this episode, you can also find the full list when you go to my website, sarashabana.me slash book recommendation. Again, sarashabana.me forward slash book recommendation to find the page with the links to these books. I typically ask my guests about their favorite books because I personally love to get book recommendations. I read a lot and nothing gives me more joy than a book that helps me see a new perspective in life. So let's start our recommendations today with Hiba Balfaqih, the global psychologist and serial entrepreneur who owns three businesses, including the famous Smash Room in Dubai. I'm just going to tell you a fact. I read approximately or listen because now I'm on Audible about three books a week, right? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a consumer. I, I have Audible on repeat and, and I just listen nonstop. The first book I'm going to recommend is a book called The Code of the Extraordinary Mind. And it's by Vishen Lakhani, the guy who created mm, Mind The Mind Valley. Valley, yeah. Yes. Okay. This book is epic. I mean, that was one of the first books I read that broke the dimension of right and wrong, what I believe right is and what is wrong is. And I had to start asking myself, where did I get that this is right and this is wrong? Why did I learn it this way? Why did I believe? It made me really curious. And I loved how it dissected everything. The second book I would recommend, and I, a lot of people don't like this book, but I love it, <laughs> is uh, The Secret. Hmm. And and this is about the law of attraction, right? It's, it's an amazing book. It's so simple about if you want to know how to manifest and create, that's one of the easiest books that you can, um, you can read. And if I had one more book that I would um, recommend, I would say, hmm, Abundance Now by Lisa Nichols. Hmm. And Lisa Nichols is one of those amazing communicators and speakers. And her book about abundance now is abundance is, has nothing to do with money. It's the abundance of love. It's the abundance of compassion. Hmm. It's the abundance of, of self-love and, and, and healing. So it's a book that is actually very, it's about her journey. 
but it like it tells you the details of how exactly you can achieve it with actionable things that you can do. I personally read the code of the extraordinary mind after Hibba's recommendations and it's transformative. A must read for sure. And this takes me to my next guest, Noor Youssef, an international psychologist with more than 20 years of experience who introduced me to the world of emotional trauma and how our childhood experiences never leave, not only our subconscious mind, but even our body tissues. Okay, one very important book is written by someone called Basil Van Locke, Van Locke, something like this. The body keeps the score. The first one who did this was Wilhelm Reich, my teacher, my big grandfather of the school where I learned. Wilhelm Reich was the first one who realized that after doing what he was doing, that, that people, even though they understood their story, they saw their mechanism, defense mechanism, understood their coping mechanisms, they realized, he realized that they were still having the symptoms. This is the guy who had the buddy keeps the score? It's the same person or no, someone no, else? No, 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 no. Okay. This is the first one who created the paradigm. The paradigm mm. of the emotions are in the body and unless you do something with the emotion in the body. This is where the paradigm, this is, was the shift in the psychology paradigm. Hmm. So he started focusing, instead of focusing on the story, to try to get to the origin of the story as why is he like this? And to, for people to understand, I am like this because I had a trauma with my father. I treat women like this because my mother did this to me, blah, 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 blah. And how to interpret all this. He started noticing how people were expressing what they were expressing. What kind of gesture they did? What kind of tone of voice? What was the emotional charge when they were talking? And then he started make and started make them lie on the floor and start breathing. Hmm. When they started breathing, the amount of oxygen that was moving in the body was moving the energy in the body in a way that usually when we are sitting like this, we are not breathing enough for this to move. Hmm. They started connecting with these charges that I am talking about. Instead of talking about fearing mother, they started feeling themselves like little kids standing in front of mother and the body going in a posture that is showing fear of the mother. Hmm. When he started doing that update, people started shifting and transforming in their actual life. So he started to study this. And he came with the basic official book that is called Character Structure. But along the line, many people came and they started creating techniques that allow an access to the body. Hmm. And people started creating different schools. So we have many books to read. Alexander Lowen, Character Structure is a heavy book only for therapists. Mm -hmm. But for lay people, you have easy books like The Body Keeps the Score, The Body Has Its Reasons. The Biology of Belief of Bruce, Lipton, of Bruce Lipton. And any other book that changed your life in a way aside from the emotional trauma that had a profound effect on you? On a personal level, which has nothing to do with my work. Yes. Do you know, there is a writer called Herman Hesse. He wrote a book called The Steppenwolf. It's a fiction or non-fiction? It's a fiction. It's a fiction, okay. And... And I don't remember this book very much, but I do remember another book that he wrote. It's, I don't remember its name, but it was a, a book about a story between a monk 
and a guy who does not believe in God or believes in God, but he believes in the God that is not a religious God. Hmm. Hmm. Spiritual, uh, more spiritual. It's more spiritual. This is one of the books that, that, that changed my life. Another book that was very important for me are the books of Carlos Castaneda. Hmm. It was like, wow, there are other realities that exist other than what we read. And then experiences in life. There are the book of uh, A Brave New World of Aldous Huxley. These books truly helped me see the unseen and know the things that I did not know. My whole episode with Noor was packed with information and aha moments. I highly recommend it. It was episode number eight. Go and check it out. Next up is Usama Natu, who is a serial entrepreneur with a long and strong track record, mentoring and coaching thousands of entrepreneurs in the Middle East region. I asked him about the books he read and also the books he gifts the most. Um, well, what I give to others, uh, what to others is uh, um, I always buy a lot of books and give them to newly engaged or newlyweds, which is the, the five love languages. This is I do all the time. Mm. Um, this helped me actually to understand a lot about uh, relationships between men and, and women and how to fulfill the needs. Uh, because I was doing a lot in one area, but that was not a need. Oh, you know what? You don't need to put a lot of effort there. Go and put a lot of effort in somewhere else. So th- this is something that I gift uh, not I just read, I always uh, I also gift it. Uh, and then I will go back to the early days of me trying to understand about business. Uh, I give a lot of credit to Jeffrey J. Fox. Uh, Jeffrey J. J. Fox have a lot of mini books. Uh, one of them is like making big dollars in small businesses. Uh, one of them is the Rainmaker. This was really a turning point in my life. The Rainmaker is how to make money pour from the sky. It's like how to make money. Wow, and I will bookmark it. <laughs> and actually, I, I think I, 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 this is something I learned very early on that I was able to make money from so many things, selling firecrackers to the neighbors, going to people's weddings and video shooting their weddings and selling the, the, the tapes. To make how to be a rainmaker, that was a big influence uh, in, in, in my life. Then another one is how to heal yourself, uh, basically to understand the pain that you have and then what's the source of, uh, of that pain. I don't know if you ever came across the five love languages, but they are game changers. I definitely recommend it as well. Now, with the one and only Mahabul Anin, the communication queen who worked with the world's greatest leaders from Google, Netflix, and others. While she's an avid reader, she had a couple of books that she considered transformational to her, which she shared with us in her interview. Okay, so I'm a huge, huge, huge reader. I have tons of books. I love books. I, I knew you, you would ask me this question about the books I wanted to <laughs> Oh, we have pictures. <laughs> it's into, I, yeah, I didn't read it yet, but I have it bookmarked. I have given this book to more people than I can imagine. It's wow. called Essentialism by Greg McCowan. And actually, I listened to the audio book, but um, it's such a good book because it talks about how to like just what are the essential things in your life and how to be more intentional about how you work and it's everything about like how you sleep and how you flow and how you build a routine and 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 really focusing on your time on this planet and on this earth and what is like the most essential things you want to walk away from thinking like I spent my time doing something I really liked I think when I was in Egypt in particular like and I had my own company I had clients, I would just take clients because they were clients. And Mm. I was like, really, I don't really enjoy working on this business. I don't really enjoy working on this, you know? So then I became the more successful I became in knowing like how to add value to clients and where my sweet spot was and what I really like to do. 
then I became very essentially focused on where I wanted to spend my time. Like, mm. what is it that, okay, any company can do, you know, PR for Coca-Cola, but I want to be the person that's doing PR for this water project that's going to make a difference for this community. Like just that kind of essentialism, like what is essential that really needs my skill or needs my time versus something that they can get from anybody else that's out there in the market. There's so many people that do communications in this world. What is it that I'm uniquely qualified to do? What is it that I have unique skill sets that will, will make a difference for that project? So that's like a business book. And then I got, I grabbed these, like I will read anything by uh, Murakami. Do you know oh, his book? No. These are very famous books. Okay. Anyway, by the shore, I, uh, 1984, like, so I love. So the these are novels? Book. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I read a ton of stuff. So like right now I'm reading this is all about the future, the inevitable, I'm reading this about unconscious bias. This book is done by the CEO of AT&T Business. And so I, it just came out. So I just got an advanced copy <laughs> so I can read it. But like, I think for me, um, the reason why I l- love to read books is I want to learn about other people's leadership secrets and journeys mm. and and all this kind of stuff. There's actually a really good um, book. I'm just forgetting the name of it now. It's... um something coach. He was a, basically a leadership coach to all the C- Silicon Valley. Oh, yeah. I, I think I, uh, uh, I think I, so I good. So yes, good. I bought the book. I didn't read it. And I actually got the book because I saw your recommendation. You said, I can't recommend this. Enough. I, I, I listened to that book like three or four times. Now it's going to drive me crazy. I have to look it up. Um, trillion dollar coach. It's yes. so good. So good. So trillion dollar coach and this essentialism are two of my favorite. So yeah, I have a book. I have a book nerd. After Maha's love for books, we go to Andrea. Andrea Zoya, who is a confidence and public speaking coach. She has trained many world leaders, CEOs, investors, and entrepreneurs. Andrea's recommendations were epic and very, very generous. She really shared a long list of a must read books. I personally bookmarked them after our interview and preparing for this episode reminded me to go back to that list and start actioning. Oh my gosh, where is my Audible? <laughs> I love Audible as well. Okay, so top of the list, Joe Dispenza. All, everything, everything oh, Joe Dispenza. Okay. Uh, Tony Robbins, Unleash the Power Within. Then uh, It Didn't Start With You is a spiritual book that explains, I forgot the author in this moment, It Didn't Start With You is a fantastic book to understand that not only we have the fears of today and tomorrow, the fears that, you know, the challenges that we have day to day, but we also inherit from mom, dad, ancestors, certain fears that we can unblock. So I'm a huge uh, fan of the... uh, thoughts and beliefs and teachings of Jody Spencer that every single person can be the one who will break the blocks that Mm. were preventing your parents, grandparents to evolve. Uh, In my family, I am a first generation entrepreneur. I have a long way to build much more wealth uh, as as an entrepreneur but I've started a journey. I'm not counting on uh, any support. I'm not counting on pension. Yeah. (laughs) Whereas my amazing uh, family are following that model still Mm -hmm. and they are happy in it and I'm happy for them. But for me, it's not enough. For me being freedom, working towards financial freedom. So uh, why why I'm mentioning this 
and I'm going to go back to other books because I remember crying when I was with my family telling them, I feel so alienated. I feel so alone. I'm the only one who does this. And I feel... It's a very lonely place. Entrepreneurship is a lonely place in a way. And you need to work a lot on your psychology and your surrounding and your environment and the people around you. So I absolutely agree with you on this point. And to me, entrepreneurship is a spiritual journey, Sarah. And... And I wouldn't be here without the amazing environment and mentors that I've had. So no wonder people reach out to you. No wonder you want to guide other people because you too understand that entrepreneurship is a spiritual journey, uh, is unique, and it really takes a, a different type of soul to go into Damn working about. for myself. <laughs> <laughs> but the passion and the love for what we do surpasses the fear of the unknown, the fear of what's going to happen and what strategy works best and things like that. So I also want to recommend the books of Mel Mel, um, Robbins Mm. and Dr. Dr. Shefali as well. They are on top of my uh, reading and listening. And uh, recently I was recommended by my uh, sales and marketing mentor, uh, a book called Alter Ego is like The Other Ego by Todd Herman. I highly recommend this book for any and every entrepreneur. It's going to teach you how embodying the qualities of your idol, breathing, breathing, walking, speaking like them, using props to become them will allow you to channel that power take the attention off yourself and being that person and performing. Todd Herman uses this technique with Olympics, gold medal Olympics. So look out for the book. Uh, I'm teaching it in in my program. And, um, oh, okay, there is a top book. Uh, Tell me, Allah. (laughs) There is a book that that is on top of all of this, which uh, has completely and massively shifted my identity and my confidence. And it's the book of Dr. Maxwell Maltz, which was written in the 40s, and the book is called Psycho-Cybernetics. Go look it up. Tony Robbins is teaching from it and is giving credit to Dr. Maxwell Maltz. Uh, he teaches these principles in all his seminars. Mm. So in essence, Dr. Maxwell Maltz was a plastic surgeon who noticed that whenever, for example, he would have two women who are similar in looks and they would have, uh, let's say, a a scar on their cheek. So he would operate on two women on a similar issue and he would ask the first woman after the surgery. So, of course, the scar would disappear after his uh, work. He would ask the first woman and the the first woman would say, oh my gosh, doctor, it's unbelievable. I have my confidence back. The scar disappeared. I feel normal again. Thank you so much. And then, the second woman would come for the checkup and she, you know, he would ask her, how do you feel? And she, she would say, I don't understand. The scar is still there. I, I see it. There is still a trace, a little trace. But if you and I would be there, we would not see any scar. Mm-hmm. So, so he was a plastic surgeon who observed that people would still see things that are not there. Wow. And through research and work, and a lot of research actually, he identified it us as humans, we need to also do emotional surgeries. After this epic list that may take some time to take off, we go to Naveen Al-Gindi. Naveen is a life coach who started her business at the age of 50. Yes, you heard it right. And that was her first time not just to start a business, but to work in general. She's also a best-selling author and was voted as one of the most influential women in Egypt in 2020. 
My very important books, two books, The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. And I read that years ago. And I think that was maybe the first book I read. And there's another very interesting book that I read also years ago, Power Versus Force. Both books are game changers. And to be honest, Naveen's story itself is really an inspiring one. Because it's really an example of it's never impossible and it's never too late. And was one of the top listened to episodes in this podcast. I highly recommend you go back and check it out. It's episode number 10. Now, with the brilliant businessman, Spencer Lodge, who been voted as one of the top 100 most influential people in Dubai. He's also a motivational speaker, a podcaster and a sales educator one of the best books on the planet ever read that every person should read like everybody should read period is man's search for meaning by victor frankl i think that's a, an incredible book to read um, and that made a big difference because i think we go seeking purpose and seeking meaning outside and externally to us when actually the meaning is inside us we just have to find it inside us And so that was important. There are lots of books over the years I've read that have been really valuable to me, deal with my interest in business, but also deal with my personal hobbies and interests too. You know, the first selling book I read was a book by Zig Ziglar, and he's unfortunately no longer with us, but that, you know, that was good to learn how to sell. I think he's, he's, if anything, prompted me more than anything else to write a book about selling myself. Um, recently, Phil Knight, the guy that set up Nike, he wrote a book called Shoe Dog, and learning about that journey was really interesting for me. Man's Search for Meaning is an incredible book. I also can't recommend it enough. Up next is the exceptional and famous Jessin Moore, an entrepreneur, a journalist, a former BBC and Sky News Arabia correspondent. She interviewed leading international personalities like Bill Gates, Richard Branston, George Clooney, and many others. She's also a loyal reader and has a very interesting taste in books. I have a lot, actually, a lot more than one, two, three, but بس, بس some of them stand uh, on the side. First one, I, I read uh, and I keep reading it. Every, every few years, I come back and I read it. It's called Mind Power. It basically transcends or, or mixes psychology with uh, scientific experience to explain to you how your thought process dictates your life dictates your success how the way you train your brain to analyze situations whether career wise or personal wise uh, dictates where you're going to be and i see a lot this book has really changed and was such an eye opener to me i know a lot of it applies to a lot of people around me you hear this a lot sarah like uh, oh you know i i invested in this project, lost all my money. I lost my job. I got divorced. I'm so unlucky. You know, I don't know why I'm jinxed. Manhoos, manhoos. Victim, 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 victim. And you read this book and you, and I, I gifted this book so many times to, to, to explain to people, I have bad luck. You invested in a project that, that failed. Great. What, what did you learn from this? You take that lesson, move on, keep going. We feel like to feel sorry for ourselves. And, Uh, what's happening in the world now doesn't help yani, with the pandemic and everything but this book has been fantastic Hello, um, and I love uh, Kamina um, one of the first books that shaped my idea about American policy in the Middle East was um, uh, Confessions of an Economic Hitman 
Uh, Perkins is the uh, author. I also gifted that a lot. Uh, <laughs> and it really shows you the the power of uh, soft um, uh, and hard politics and, and hard diplomacy and how uh, how America um, has went on its policy in the Middle East and Latin America a lot from someone who has worked with the intelligence community uh, in the States. So it's a fantastic uh, book. With Interesting. All, with all, by the way, يعني, the controversy around it. Uh, it has controversy around it. So, and other than that, I read a lot. Uh, I love thrillers and spy novels. Uh, oh, of course, Yanni, I, I can tell. I am not surprised. My library is full of spy novels. I love John Le Carré. I love David Ignatius, who was the uh, reporter in Washington Post. He wrote a fantastic um, Uh, a series of uh, fiction novels but you know when you when you're a journal an american journalist covering the middle east you know that you know he's actually met the intel community he has sources in the intel community so his fiction books uh, have a lot of reality in it uh, mm. one of them is called the increment a very good book if you like the the genre yani, of spy novels i'm thankful that jesse helped me explore a new book genre that is not my typical But this is actually how we can grow and explore new things. And now, ending it with the one and only Raham Harag, who is the first Saudi woman and youngest Arab to climb Everest and the World Seven Summits. Me and Raha both share the same love for books and quotes. Wow, I'm a bookworm too, so this is very hard for me. It's like asking me what's my favorite movie. <laughs> Problem. Yeah, I know. Big problem. <laughs> But I can tell you a bunch, a bunch of books that uh, were important to me. I'll tell you. Um, my sister gave me uh, Memoirs of a Geisha when I, my first year in college, and that was such an important part of time in my life, uh, coming into womanhood. And Memoirs of a Geisha was really, really a beautiful story about womanhood and rediscovering your sexuality. So Memoirs of a Geisha was one. My father gave me uh, The Prophet once as a gift. So that was also important. Um, my mom gave me The Alchemist, was also important. And Count of Monte Cristo. If you know the Count, it's about revenge, which was really also nice. Um, it teaches you that we choose the demons that we carry around in our, in our heads. I love a lot of fantasy. I love uh, fantasy. Yani. I've, uh, some of my favorite books are 14 a book long okay, the wheel of time is is awesome um and also i like things about the history of man so um i don't know if you know these books uh they're called uh, it's called sapien a brief history of humankind yes i bookmarked it earlier i heard it's transformational and such an eye opener it's basically about the last uh, uh i don't know the last i want to say thousand of years of human evolution Uh, Sapien is pretty awesome. I mean, I like historic uh, fiction, like um, Taipan and Zenghi's The Noble House Series. I like these books that uh, take, take me on adventures and journeys. And some of them I like that have different insights. A perfect ending to this episode. Reading books take us in different adventures and journeys and help us in seeing new and hopefully different insights to the world that we are all trying to figure out. Now... Don't forget, if you want the summary of the book list, go to my website, sarashabana.me forward slash book recommendation to find the page with links to these books. 
For now, goodbye till the next episode. And don't forget to subscribe to this show if you are inspired to be part of this community and this journey. I would also appreciate if you can rate and review the podcast. This will help me understand what type of content you are enjoying and find useful so I can create more from. Bye there.